Natalia's mother told her not to talk to strangers online, but we're glad that she didn't listen. We are the certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. I am Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. <laughs> and as you can hear, Natalia's um under a the weather. compromised. <laughs> She's However, a little, she a tested little... negative, negative for yes, so, right. The it's thing that no one wants blue. to have. Yay! Yay. So blue. We're really, really glad that she has the flu. Like, really <laughs> glad. I have it's never had so many people congratulate me on having the flu before. Like, <laughs> like it's worthy of getting, me? like, congratulation cards. Like, yeah. congrats, yeah. you have congrats, the flu. Like, flu. <laughs> That's what they should have given you. Like, you opened up the email, and then it just, like, has confetti, and it's like, crap, it's the flu. And there's Pops, one of those things that they always have in the dramas, the little confetti cannons. The little poppers, yeah. <laughs> no, but, so what, what they did was, it, they were like, okay, if the results are... Congratulations. They were like, if the results are negative, we'll email you. And if the results are positive, we'll call you. And then I, I was like coughed myself awake at like two in the morning meanwhile Matthew's sleeping on the couch because he's not supposed to like be in the same room as me not like he hasn't been in the same yeah not that like if you're positive but (laughs) whatever and so like I coughed myself awake at two in the morning and I couldn't get back to sleep so I'm like oh well I'll just watch some YouTube or something and I opened my phone, and it was like, oh, you want a new email? And I was like, I was like oh, what's, what's this? So I opened the email, and it was like, your results are in. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Make the best email ever. Uh, I'm free. I'm free. Free of the plague. But, but, but we're I'm, really happy. Um, uh, We are going to, like, obviously we've been making her talk right now, but we're going to try to limit her talking. But she is here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> she might be muted a lot because she's coughing, but you know, yeah, she's here in, in spirits and in, we can at least see her. So there's that. Yes. She gets <laughs> herself to cough right now on cue. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but today's episode, we are going to be talking about a new variety show that just hit on Netflix starring Lee Sung and Jasper Liu called Together. I'm sure you've all like been watching it and <laughs> heard about it on the timeline because I think everybody's been watching it. But we're going to discuss the series in some length. But first, if you listen to our episode last week, we talked about our kind of like favorite songs of the year because it's kind of halfway through the year. And we decided to do that with dramas. And so we are all going to pick our top three dramas that came and aired this year. 2020 I know it's been a while it feels like it's like been four years like or actually 400 years um but we've narrowed it down to three contenders each so who wants to go first I'll go go for it okay so in the spirit of feels like a really really long year the first on my list is stove league which feels (laughs) like it was five years ago it really does i was like wow that this year and and it got awards and it feels like those awards that it received were like a few years ago awards you know what i mean just in this weird little time dimension technically it's listed as a 2019 drama because i think it started at like the end of december like december 31st or something weird but like but it ended okay the vast majority of this was this year and uh it was super good and really enjoyable. And if you don't like sports dramas, 
you'll probably still like this because it's actually an office drama that's masquerading as a sports drama. Um, You know, but if you like sports dramas, you'll probably also like it because it's an office drama about sports. So it's good. You, You will never have been so excited about PowerPoint presentations in your entire life. <laughs> My second one is When the Weather is Fine. I loved everything about that drama. It came out at the only thing I could have wished for is if it came out like a month earlier, because I would have really liked it to be out like in the dead of winter for me because yeah. like it was just so good for that season. But it was also really nice for when we were all stuck at home with the quarantine and the. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those so. like healing type dramas where yeah. it's just kind of quiet and nice and it's nice to have when you don't want to think about the world. Yeah. Just slow and chill and cool and the townspeople and the book club. I mean, I like dramas that center around books. I I just enjoy it. So that was that was a good one. And then my third one is Mystic Pop-Up Bar. I feel like it's weird that all three of my top three are K-dramas because I have not watched that many K-dramas this year. I've been mostly Thai and C-dramas, but there you have it. Those are my top three. Mystic Pop-Up Bar. I loved it. I enjoyed everything about it and just a plus no so that's my list are you gonna do age order then (laughs) do age order okay uh so my first is hospital playlist that just took my heart and ran with it and just every second when i like finally like picked it back up again because it did come at a weird time i was literally being laid off like the day that I was watching those that first episode so it was a little it was rough in the beginning because it was a rough time but once I started watching it it's just it's so good I've never cried so much at a drama and I never cried so much at like non-sad things like it's just everything about it was really beautiful and great and about like humans being like good and just like I loved every second of it um so my second favorite drama was a. Uh, uh, a surprise, but I really loved my hollow love, like really <laughs> loved it. Um, I, I don't normally like go for those type of dramas, especially like in my top, but it just, it just worked. It was a great binge. I thought it hit everything really nicely. I liked the character development and it was the perfect length too. So it was great. And then finally, my third one was a surprise hits because it's a little web drama XX. Yes. so good if you haven't watched it yet you should it's just it's small and short but I think it's like an, a great example of what a web drama can do um with good writing where even mm-hmm. though it was short it it progressed beautifully and perfectly for what it was so it felt very full yeah yeah and the like the characters were really great in it I liked I just liked everyone in it I thought everyone did well in their roles too so it was hmm. fun. I, I do think for me it spoiled web dramas a little bit. Like once, yeah, once you hit true. that level of a web drama, it's like, oh, going back to the normal typical <laughs> web yeah. drama. Like, ooh. <laughs> you were like, oh, it's definitely one to watch if you haven't yet. So hello, it's me again. <laughs> uh, so uh, my top three, well, I have like a top five that I'll hover around but like since some of them have already been mentioned I'll pick some other ones uh I loved Itawan class uh 
it was seems like it was a very divisive drama on the t-list but i personally thought it was excellent um the next one was a japanese drama called koi wa suzuku yodoko medmo uh which i was actually surprised at how much i liked because i started watching it um almost because i was just like i just want to watch something like really stupid that i don't you know have to think about but if this this one had like the premise for me to be like mindless nonsense where it's like a, a girl becomes a nurse because she meets a hot doctor and uh, and then she falls in love with him, but then he turns out he's, like, really mean at work or whatever. Anyway, it's so good. It's <laughs> so good. Like, it's so surprisingly good. I've heard um, good things about it, so. Yeah, it's, like, mm-hmm. really cute, and the romance is, mm, oh, chef's kiss. Uh, and then the last one I'm going to go with is uh, Kingdom Season 2. Uh, if you like zombies, I'm telling you, like, Kingdom is sort of like top-tier zombie television. Um, <laughs> it really is. And it's just like, the it like started off directly where the last season ended. And like, oh, it was wild. Um, I watched it with my co-worker's husband. Um, and I have him addicted to Korean crime and like horror stuff now like you can't get stop him. yeah i got him i got him but i got him with kingdom <laughs> i got him with kingdom and trained to busan we watched it with his foot with the 14 year old and i got him too i got both of them <laughs> um, so yeah that's uh those were you know i also like you know hostile playlist if you haven't watched just watch it it's so good yeah, man, I'm Mystic Papa Bird. Just watch them. They're good. <laughs> it is so good. So, one of mine, this is Sky, by the way, because <laughs> podcast stuff. Uh, <laughs> so, Hyena was like one of my top ones. Mm. I don't know what it is about lawyer dramas sometimes. I don't know. I'm honestly not, I don't love that profession, and it's not usually fun to talk about or whatever, but. It was kind of just the machinations and backdrop of, like, this hate love story, and it was just so funny, but also, like, poignant at times. Mm-hmm. And both of the main actors, or rather, main actor and actress, but, you know, you can call a female an actor. Same, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, brilliant. They just did a really, really good job at not being cartoony, though they were being... Their character would go overboard with acting a certain way, but as far as how they were acting out those actions as an actor, they would sell it really well, if that makes sense. So the characters were never cartoons. Something could be really funny or even slapstick once in a while, or physical comedy. There was a fair bit of physical comedy, but still, nothing never felt like a cartoon. It was Mm -hmm. always really grounded, and it would always come back to, like, being very normal. So... I was very surprised I enjoyed it, how much I enjoyed it to the end. It, it did a really good job. In dramas that don't feel like they happened this year, <laughs> started in December, mid-December, ended in February 2020, crash landing on you. Oh, well, oh. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was a thing. No, I legit forgot that was this year. <laughs> I, like, 
have been recommending that to all of my family members. It's the one that everybody loved pre-coronavirus. Of course, like it's with Stobley, right? Like they're just they're before times drama. Well, and and on my drama list, it shows up as 2019. I mean, and because it started in December, but. I mean, and Crash Landing on You, that feels like forever ago. It really does. Like, mm-hmm. crazy. But I really, really enjoyed it. It did really well. Um, a realistic thing about that drama that surprised me was how they did have consultants that were North Korean defectors. I thought, like, I kind of learned that after the fact of watching it, mostly. Or, you know, the last few episodes, I kind of had learned that. And that that's a neat thing to know. So that doesn't mean that, like, everything was just so realistic. But I do think that that probably helped ground the show on the North Korean side of the show. And I, I think that was pretty neat. You know, it, it was good. It was good fluff. That that That's some good fluff right there, which yeah. I really appreciated. And then my third is My Hollow Love. Yeah, twins! Because <laughs> I even liked the length of it. I don't, I don't remember how many episodes. Let me look it up. I think it's... 12? I want to say 12. It was a really tight 12 episodes. There was a a lot lot of stuff happened. There wasn't filler within that. There was always, the ball was rolling. Nothing dragged. Um, And we've said this, was our last, when did we talk? Oh, it was our genre jar stuff. That's what I talked about. But (laughs) go watch it. It's fun. It's on Netflix. I think even people that don't usually watch necessarily fluffy fluff, I think there's a lot to it. There's a lot more than that. Mm. Um, And yeah, it's not a robot. It's a hologram. So even just for that reason, go check out how they use like a hologram character and dual roles. Was recorded and then edited and had been sitting out like done for a while. So you don't have to worry about like, weird rushed editing or weird graphics or stuff. The actual, the graphics are pretty great in it. Yeah, it was, it was really, it was pretty, but not like just shiny to be shiny. Like they took their mm-hmm. time graphics for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, but a runner up that I'm going to just mention, I'm going to just second the XX thing just because XX was marvelous. And I do recommend that to mm-hmm. everyone as well, because I feel like XX, I would recommend to literally everyone. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, actually, like yeah. Rocket, still watch xx like romance you can watch xx like it works for across the i mean unless you only love horror okay it's not a horror show so (laughs) it covers so many genres in my opinion and it's so well done that most people like you like a21 class you'll probably like xx you like revenge stories you like xx i mean it just works so yeah it's true cool cool so now we are going to talk about our main event. It is the Korean variety show, Together. It just premiered on Netflix a couple of weeks ago. It stars Lee Sung-gi, Jasper Liu. Um, a little like brief synopsis about this uh, show or the premise of this variety show is that uh, the two are put together um, to find clues to get to a fan. They don't know if the fan's going to be either of their fan but they have to do these like things to get around and it's like very much heavily done based on trying to like incorporate the culture of where they are incorporate locals and like incorporate like a kind of sense of travel like there's a lot Mm -hmm. of like travel aspects of it 
Um, the other big thing about it, which I, I think also ties into the, the kind of general theme of the episode or the show, is that Isungi, Korean actor, knows some English, but he's not fluent. Fluent. Uh, Jasper Liu is a Taiwanese who, although he does know a bit of Korean because he's actually um, for a while now has been trying to get into Korean entertainment. So he has actually started to study. He's not fluent by any means, and he's also not very fluent in English. So I think he knows like even less English than Lee Sung-gi. I would have guessed the other way around. That's interesting. To me, it just seems like, especially the way that the sentence structures happen and the way that mm. like... I can see the sentence structure thing. You, you have a good point. But like, I mean, like they're both, they're both still not at a good spot. And they're right. also not going to places that speak either, any of those languages <laughs> that I just mentioned. And I don't know how much of a background that they both have besides of like getting together before the show and like doing like the stuff that you normally would when you get onto a show, like, you know, like all the like meetings and stuff. I don't know how much time he's had with like each other, how much they knew each other beforehand, because Jasper does know quite a bit of Korean celebrities. Like he's really good friends with Haha from Running Man, which also the PD for this show is from Running Man. So you hear him a lot and you're like, ah, oh, that's that guy from mm-hmm. Running Man. Um, but yeah, so that's like the general premise of the show. What did everybody think? I came in completely prepared to be like, listen, guys, I hate this show. It's so (laughs) boring and the editing is so weird. And the first episode went on forever. And then I went and opened Netflix and realized I was halfway through the third episode. And I was like, oh, okay. So I missed a few, like, episodes ending and starting and maybe the editing is not the problem maybe it is the amount I was paying attention so (laughs) clearly not as long and drawn out and boring as I thought it was I do think there's a few editing choices I would maybe tighten it up a little bit in a few spots but like I like the concept. I really like the concept. Like, I love seeing the places, like all this stuff in Indonesia and stuff. Like, it's good. Yeah. I personally really loved the fact that they just, somehow, some way, they really did pick the best people to be on the show. Because the way that they interact with each other is so great because they're all like they're so very aware of like their limitations in speaking, but they still Mm. try. And also those two both are really good about incorporating anybody around whether they can speak their language or not. And I think Mm -hmm. that like is shown multiple times. And is really great because sometimes these like shows, the variety shows, like especially because there's like games and aspects and like the time (laughs) is so crazy. You don't get that. But like they seemed unless like they could have been actually told to do this. But like I feel like both Isungi and Jasper were really big on incorporating just everyone around. Like if they had like a thing that they had to go to a merchant to to find they would like make sure to include them and talk to them and Mm -hmm. you know be very mindful of them and try to like learn things and learn their language too which Mm -hmm. just just made the whole show like the best and I mean like you're just like you watch that show and you're just smiling the entire time they're such nice guys (laughs) like and it's just like these two super nice guys hanging out together and doing neat stuff so that's a nice aspect it's, to it. Another one of those really nice low stress shows. Mm-hmm. So like if you're yeah. you know anxious or something, it's a good show to watch because the stakes are incredibly low. 
Like, <laughs> like they, they kind are. of pretend they're, they're, that the stakes are high, but they're not really. Like, no, it's not like they're not going to beat their fan. Yeah, in there's like, no way on. that, like, the, like, like, producers would make it so they can't <laughs> meet these people. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that I personally would have maybe cut from it. The whole thing of them having the, uh, like, the budget that they have to work with him because to me that felt kind of fake because I was like, uh-huh. if they run out of money, if they come home one night and they're like, you know what? I am hungry and I'm tired and we're just going to order room service and like drink out of the mini bar. And now we don't have enough money for the taxi. It's not like they're not going to go see the fan the next day. Cause they can't afford the taxi anymore. I don't yeah. believe you. So it's not amazing race. Like there's not an actual, you know? So I was like, I probably didn't need that aspect of it, but like it was fun to watch them try to like haggle places. I think it was purely right? for the travel aspect of the show and to show the mm-hmm. each country's currency and to like be like, hey, you can do all this stuff in this amount of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it really was like showing like how cheap a lot of these like sort of places yeah. that they're going aren't like super high. Well, with the exception of when they're in Thailand. Um, like, they're not super high touristy places, like a lot of them. Like, so they're they're beautiful and gorgeous, but they're not, like, on the, you know, top ten list of places in the world that people mm-hmm. are going. So it's like, you know, like, like when they were in Nepal, like, that, that they were like, oh, we got to book, like, a cheap hotel. That hotel was so nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the? They're like, oh, look, we found one that's like a hundred bucks a night, and it's like the nicest hotel you've ever seen. So when they got to like Indonesia, it's like, oh, a homestay, and I'm like, oh, okay, they're going to homestay, right? Like they're gonna have a a room or whatever, and they have like a freaking apartment, and you're like, what? (laughs) Okay, this is pretty nice for a homestay. Like, uh, okay, sure. You go, you go in expecting a hostel. You come out with, like, luxury accommodations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to give a little bit more background, because I don't think we specifically mentioned it. So, whenever they do arrive to a destination, at first, or at least they made it appear, at first, they didn't know that they would have to then do missions and things mm. in order to get access to the fan that they wanted mm. to visit. It seemed like they were under the impression that they would just get to go meet their fan and eat with them and stuff. Like that's what they kind of thought. So uh, what ended up happening was they arrive somewhere and then they're given a little, not really a notebook, but a map with some pictures and stuff showing, Hey, here are the locations that you go to do these challenges that you're, but your fan recommended these places. Mm -hmm. And so then they end up going to these places and doing a variety of different things either together or versus each other, which is more rare, but it happens some. And they would sometimes have to attempt a lot of times before they would finally win a hint. (laughs) So then all the hints were things like, well, this helps narrow down the map, and this is also the address and a picture. Like, I mean, it was was elaborate, and you could tell they would get really tired, but they Mm -hmm. would both stay really positive. And the whole time I was impressed because... Of course, I understand they're actors, they're professional entertainers, and it totally shows because when you get tired when you're traveling, you are not that upbeat and peppy. (laughs) (laughs) Especially with a stranger, you know, like, that's tough stuff, man. Jasper, 
this is his first variety show and a Korean variety show. And then on top of it, the entire crew is Korean. So anytime, like, the PD was giving the, like, actual, like, you know, that you have to do this and it's in this time or you won't meet the fan. You have to go back to the airport at this time. It's... All Isungi getting it, and then like turning to like Jasper and being like, "In my broken English, I'm gonna have to translate this for you." And like, yeah, so except, like Jasper was the one who was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> except for that one time in Yogyakarta where they had a Chinese tour guide, <laughs> and so Isungi was just like, oh, "Well, mm-hmm. and you could know, no he did not like being in that situation. No. It's not that he, it's not that he got mad, but he did not like being out of the loop. Whereas Jasper was like, yes, I know what's going on. <laughs> no, I think that's was really funny, too. Because um, I guess it did really great, a great dynamic between the two having one, like, kind of, like, more seasoned uh, variety person. Even though, like, he's not done a ton of, like, variety shows, especially in that genre. But, like, Isungi actually, like, could watch them on his TV at home. And so he, like, knows it per that. Yeah. like. Jasper not. Yeah. Um, and so it was a really great dynamic between the two because like Sungi would like do stuff to sabotage Jasper, but like Sungi's also a really nice guy. So like halfway through the sabotage, she's like, No, I'm gonna stop and wait for him. <laughs> and you're like, what's going on? And, but then he'd be like, No, we have to train him on variety shows. <laughs> so good. Oh, and Sungi would just try to get away with everything everything it didn't even matter if it was against jasper or not it was literally lies upon lies out of that boy's mouth he's been trained well well is it the way jasper would roll with it like he would be told like no man i just lied to you and he'd be like oh okay haha and then he'd just move on i'm like but then you like, are a nice guy. Yeah. You are nice. Halfway through, Jasper started picking up his like actual cues because I think that was what was really great about them. They they started actually like picking up on cues between them, like through body language, and just like really use that. He would just pick up randomly that like this is what he was doing and just like roll with it in a different language, not knowing what they're talking about. And you're like, how is this even possible? Like, this is nuts. How how did that work? Because they're talking all in different language in a country that doesn't even speak any of their language. And like, it's just like still got to do yeah. stuff. And it's just like so much fun because of that. I always found it like, like when they're in Nepal, like trekking in like the mountains of Nepal. And suddenly there's just this like Nepalese farmer who starts speaking in like perfect Korean. At least he's like, wait, what, what? And he's like, Oh, I used to live in Korea. Like, Sorry, and I'm like English, and they're like, oh, oh, okay, okay. So they were just so good about like talking to locals too, even locals that you were like, they would walk past someone and be like, oh, hi, how are you? Or what, what, Mm -hmm. what would you do here? Or what's this? So that was anytime, anytime someone would ask for a photo, like they were more than willing to like be friendly and shake hands and whatever. That was cute in the like very beginning when they're like in the airport and he yeah. and and the person's like oh my god is that Jasper like the dude's like <laughs> his wife like is that Jasper and you can just see this whole conversation going on in the background and she's like take my picture it's Jasper and then he's like take my picture too it's Jasper like so good so cute and he's like wait I have fans here and you're like it's an airport, and you're Jasper Lou. Of course you've got fans. That's like, the whole premise fun. of the show. Yeah. 
show Jasper. <laughs> Jasper. <laughs> well, Jasper. That's, people that's like what, you, Jasper. Especially like Sungi, he'd be like, man, I'm just surprised that I have a fan in like Indonesia. I'm like, dude, you kidding me right now? Like, I'm sure you've gotten a lot of fan letters from Indonesia before. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but on the same token, like they were very humble and polite. Oh, yeah. And as far as you know, you put the way that they were tourists up against a stereotypical, awful North American tourist. And it's like, it's like, no, this is the textbook on how to be respectful and polite mm-hmm. and like care about the fact that everyone around you is speaking another language and attempt once in a while to at least greet yeah. the other language and roll with the culture around you at least a little bit. Like They just did a really good job at all that. Mm-hmm. But they have like a way of like really um, interacting with just like random locals out and about that you can tell that like the locals are having a good time too. Yeah. Like knowing that these two guys are just making asses of themselves, but like yeah. in a fun way. Literally, did not matter that it, not a single one actually understood each other, and no. but they were having the time of their life and they were having fun. Yeah. I like scenes where like suddenly there's a ton of fans and they're like, oh, we have fans. Like when they were playing the badminton games and suddenly they had a whole cheering section and they were like, oh, we have a cheering section. Okay, cool. Let's try and like beat this old man and a little kid at badminton. (laughs) They're better than we thought they'd be. Like I honestly thought that was going to be the hook there. As soon as I saw the two little kids with badminton rackets, I thought they're going to be the like champion under 10 world champion <laughs> badminton players or something. And they're going to pick them. Cause like, heck kids, we can beat them. And they're going to just like destroy them or something. But they didn't quite go in that direction, but that would have been amusing. No, I mean like definitely um, if you're worried about it, like it is, as Natalia said, low stakes, but even like when I'm talking about like the betrayals that Sungi does, low stakes like low <laughs> stakes you can tell jesper just it goes with it and never is an issue with him and like you can tell that like songi's not coming at a like as a malicious place or even as like a i'm experienced at korean varieties more than you so i'm going to like take that advantage and roll like with it it was very like um just for fun he was having yeah. fun with this guy who he genuinely actually really like liked hanging out with for this entire thing so he's like messing around with them did you get to the episode where they were doing all the drinking games at the restaurant yes. yeah <laughs> that's one of my favorite episodes especially because the the whole premise is with they were doing these drinking games and they were trying to win against people but they were specifically were picking all tourists so mm. where they were i can't even remember where they were I mean, they they would have like the the German girls who were there and then Mm -hmm. they like stumbled upon a a Korean and like, you know, just like Mm -hmm. was constantly just picking up people. And then on top of it, the waitress would come over and she would explain that that uh, game in Thai wasn't actually explaining it in Korean or like anything Mm -hmm. to them. And I just it was like a really cool thing. Like, I think it's obvious it was purpose was that like 
hey, if you're traveling and you're, like, solo, you can find other people who are traveling mm-hmm. along with you and actually have a shared experience. So not only are you, like, learning about other the culture that you're, like, currently in, you're also picking up these other cultures who are coming to learn the same about the culture that, they're you know, they've traveled to. And it was just this really great melding of cultures into one spot and done in a, in a really funny way because it was all those drinking games and they just had to keep right. on playing. It was just a lot. I, of I really fun. liked that episode because then later on they um, went to a market, a very pretty night market, and there was an axe throwing place. Yeah. And um, so there's this intimidating guy with this big beard, and uh, they he he purposely like snarled at them at first as he's holding an axe, and they were <laughs> literally intimidated by him. Which is hilarious, because, like, you know, like, Sungi is, like, a special forces guy. Like, <laughs> you're fine, you know, yeah. in a public place. Like, it's not a scary place. But so this guy snarled, and then he immediately is like, hey, guys, how you doing? Like, super gentle, like, American guy, or seemingly English-speaking guy. Then he was just, like, super sweet and explaining, like, we're going to use axes, and we're going to... Like, it was just a really neat thing and then all of a sudden his wife shows up who is uh Ty like right beside him and then she's like scoring so even just that and then they like busked and you could tell the audience was just full of just a variety of cultures just appreciating the moment of like Um, these guys singing and stuff like it was just really cool that everyone was having a good time and everyone could mm again, communicate. So, of course, this English-speaking guy was speaking in English the entire time, mm-hmm. and they rolled with it, and, you know, it works. The whole yeah. time works. Yeah. I, I had my husband watch the first episode a little bit with me, and he he enjoyed it way more than I thought he would, because he likes travel things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had to keep saying, a lot of it's in English, because it really is. Like, yeah. yes, you still have mm-hmm. to read some for, like, instructions and stuff, but since they're communicating in English a lot, I think it's a great stepping stone for people like who maybe aren't even used to dramas. Like if you do like travel stuff or if you know someone that likes travel things, it's like, it's great. It would be good for like people who aren't used to reading subtitles yet to like get in Mm -hmm. the habit because there's so much of it is in, uh, in English. And what's good is they, they also have, so they have English subtitles and they also have English closed captioning. So, like, I first was watching it with just the English subtitles, but then my husband's hard of hearing. And also, like, just in order for him to track, we usually do... So I did closed captioning, so then that at least subtitled the English part, too. So that way you're not sometimes reading and then having to listen to English all the time. So nice. I'm just saying the closed captioning makes it flow a bit easier if you're trying to read the entire time. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't do that, like, kind of normal variety show thing. If you ever, like, actually, like, watch, like, Running Man or something where, like... There's just a ton of, like, text on the screen because yeah. it's just the way it is. There's just, like, always a ton of text. And so it didn't do that. It did it a tiny bit. Like, it would be one thing about, like, commenting about, like, you know, the, the scared one or, like, you know, will the brothers, the clumsy brothers yeah. succeed? But, like, it wasn't at a, a level of a standard, like, even busted or anything like that, mm-hmm. where, like, it's, like, just, like, an onslaught of words on screen at in different spots on the screen. So I think that's a really great, like, ease into variety show kind of, yeah. Because this definitely, there were parts of it, like, I felt it was Running Man. Like, it definitely mm. had spots where it was, like, this is a Running Man episode when they do episodes outside of Korea, and, and, like, and not just because, like, I was hearing the PD talk and being like, I know that voice. It's just, like, the way it was felt. So I think it's, like, a mm-hmm. it's a good stepping stone for 
Korean variety shows too, learn kind of like what happens and then kind of then go into a like a Running Man situation because I think Running Man can be a little overwhelming if you're not used to it. So yeah. like I've even over time like you know I'm I'm more used to Running Man now than I used to be, but I still find Running Man game instructions very daunting sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just like to this day, I could not explain to you how to play that Mafia game for the life of me. I don't care how many <laughs> V-Lives and what and Running Mans and whatever of Mafia I've watched. Because it's elaborate enough, I still have no idea what's going on. Yeah. But a lot of Running Man, because there's always like a twist, you know, there's a twist in it, or it's a little elaborate. <laughs> yeah, a lot of text. And half the time I'm like, well, that was really fast. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm going to have fun. But with Together, as far as I saw... All of the challenges were simple enough to explain mm-hmm. that they were yeah. very mm-hmm. easy to follow. Though, one of them, or I saw one of them, what, which one was it? I can't even remember. Oh, it was the yoga one. For some reason, Sungi could not figure out what that mission was. And it was, and I don't, I couldn't figure out if he was trying to be purposefully dumb or like if he just really couldn't understand. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to do something, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. But, but since they just kept on saying forbidden acts, I think he was like, what are you talking about, man? We were just doing yoga. I have no idea. What you're <laughs> yeah. Also, the relationship between the director guy and Jasper and Sungi was really funny because as far as when he's giving money or taking away money and they'd be like oh he's a good guy oh he's a bad guy (laughs) (laughs) they'd always like offer him things and they're like remember this (laughs) and then like a day later they're like do you remember yesterday Jasper there was that thing that we really nice thing that we did oh yeah I remember (laughs) and it'll be like fine that's free (laughs) like (laughs) yes (laughs) That was kind of funny when they first introduced the the concept of the, like, the budget or whatever. And they're like, so you have this much money while you're here. And they're like, great. And they're like, but we need to take away all the expenses for the things you did already today. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, what? Like, dang it. You remember that Starbucks you had? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. And you're like, oh, rough. And, and it's it's also cute when they do finally get to meet the fans. So oh, yeah. for me, I do cringe a little bit because for some reason I always cringe at like, I don't know why, but when when you get cross language interactions, it can get awkward, the, the dead space in between. I even get that way with just watching like K-pop interviews. Like sometimes it's just cringy to me, but it was always very sweet. There was no reason to cringe. You know, like, it was always mm-hmm. a very awesome interaction between all these fans and them. So yeah. they did a really good job. Even if they only had a moment with them, they always were really sweet about it. It is only eight episodes. Mm-hmm. And about an hour each. About an hour yeah. each. You don't have to worry about watching all these episodes right now. Hint. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know it's on Netflix, but... And it's also, it's a show that they've actually been done with for a while. When you're watching it, don't be like, oh, they went to all these, like, areas during this time. They didn't. They they announced this show. Like, Jasper was talking about this show on his Instagram, like, last year. So it's been, it's a done thing for a while, so... This is this is a pre-COVID kind of travel experience. They are not <laughs> you just kind of remind yourself of that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. Like, not oh, this would be dangerous. Oh, no, you're 
So but, don't expect a season two anytime soon either, given yeah, the right. nature of it. But yeah, <laughs> just enjoy but, uh, it for what it is. I thought what was nice about it, because I do typically have to watch dramas and shows in chunks just with the way my life does often pulls me away from the computer. So I could watch like them do a challenge and then I could go away and do something else and then like come back and see what else they were going to be up to. So you can even break it down a little bit further and it naturally kind of fits like that to where it could have easily been 30 minute. Like they could have doubled the episodes. It just would have been. I really recommend it. Like even... Even if you're not familiar with the guys, which I know a lot of people will be, but, you know, maybe you haven't seen any of the dramas or anything and stuff. You don't need to know any of that. No. I've seen a few people who have said, like, they haven't watched any of Jasper's dramas yet, but that they knew of him from Twitter or whatever. And mm-hmm. now they're planning on going checking out his dramas yeah. and stuff because now they know him better. So they want to see his dramas. And I think that's cool. They both seem like super nice guys. They really Dimples, do. Like, nice smiles. Yeah. And just but yeah, you just want to be around games. them at that time, like during those drinking games, they just seemed like they were the approachable table that you wanted to hang out with on a night out where you guys are all at the bar. Like you just, you felt comfortable with him and you feel comfortable with them the entire time. Like you don't ever feel like you're watching these two relatively big stars. Like, Jasper's pretty known yeah. in Taiwan. Like, yeah, it's a, it's just a really solidly great variety show. And it's just a lot of fun, especially now. It just made me smile all the time and made me happy. And it was a really great and welcome distraction. Like, right now, it just made anxiety and depression and, like, the the worry of everything that's going out in the, in the world just, like, just this little nice little like break in the day like I had to like force myself to stop like binging it so I could have it over like a period of time Mm. well and this and the travel aspect like I really really enjoyed that because Mm. something I am missing is like you know not Mm. being able to do my road trips like I typically would be doing and so Mm. you know being able to watch someone else go to these awesome places and places that I will probably never see in my lifetime but you know, getting to see them close up through the TV screens, awesome. So you see the different cultures, but then you're surprised by some differences that aren't necessarily a cultural difference, but even the way some of their challenges work or some of the places they visit. So like, as an example, they went tubing once. And so you think like Lazy River type tubing, but what was cool about it that I had just never seen before is the people that, the guides that worked that, they were in the water and they would like lift up if you if your tube got caught on like a rock, which they already knew about, they you know they'd lift them up and keep guiding them along, so they would be in the water the entire time helping them through. I'm like, that is an intense job. Like I've never even mm. seen something like that, and so that was amazing. Or when they lowered them somewhere once, it was all manually done with all of these workers doing it, and that's again something I've never even really thought of before, mm-hmm. as far as in this day and age. The fact that that many people would be employed in that type of a job, I thought that was really cool. So I felt like I even learned some stuff, like about, it wasn't just a cultural difference, but it was, oh, the mechanics of even these jobs and stuff was pretty neat. Go watch it. We recommend it. Two thumbs up from old Natalia. Yep. (laughs) As soon as I ended that eighth episode, I thumbed up on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Good. It's a solid, solid show. Hell yeah. Whenever the world heals itself, 
Mm-hmm. I want more of similar things. Yes, yeah. I do too. Very much so. Mm. And I think they became really good friends too. Like that, that was also did. really fun to watch. Just their their relationship was fun. Yeah, it was like at the beginning it starts like a little awkward and as time goes on, like as the episodes go on, they become much more cohesive and mm-hmm. yeah. Cross cultural pairings. That would be fun. I don't know who specifically, but like I feel like I could see one with like Park Min Young and somebody. I don't know who, mm. but like somebody. I think it would be fun. Like, yeah. you know, mm. I, I feel like she would have bring that same energy to it. Yeah, but, you would. know, being a good friend and like trying to get, but also a little mischievous. So, like, <laughs> I feel like. But also, like really good time. Yeah. 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 She, yeah. she would know what was up. She would uh-huh. be good money. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Go watch the show. It's really accessible. It's on Netflix. And I don't I haven't actually looked it up, but I'm sure it's in multiple languages right now because Netflix likes to do that. So that's been this episode of the Certified Nunas. Thank you for listening to us. If you would like to listen to us on other platforms than the one that you are listening to, <laughs> you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, Apple, iTunes, CertifiedNunas.com, where you can find all the links. I'll put all the links to things, time codes. Also, we are doing a really, really exciting thing. We are going to be on a podcast fest. It's called the KPSN Podcast Fest, and it will be happening on July 18th. There will be a link not only in the show notes on our website, but also put it on the Podbean website, and we've talked about it on Twitter. We will be having a live podcast recording. Uh, It will be a lot of fun because we're crazy, especially when we're unedited. So (laughs) it could go anyways. The event is only $5. So really, I I think it's going to be a really great event. And there's a lot of really cool people that Mm -hmm. are on the guest list. So go to that link and check it out. And we hope to see you there. Also, if you'd like to help us even more, we're on coffee, ko-fi.com slash certifiednunas, where I put like some back the, behind the scenes stuff and everybody puts random things up. So if you'd like to see some behind the scenes stuff, also like just to help some girls out, we would really appreciate it. We're all under it. Um, certified Nunas. You can also email us at certifiednunas at gmail.com. Please go talk to us. We really like people talking to us. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Go watch together and go watch some of the shows that we recommended early on. Because more shows for everyone. Yay, get that watch list even longer. Yay! Yay!